welcome to the BeeCast. My name is Amber Miller, and I am here with Sarah Godey and Monica Steely, and uh, we are so excited to be with you today. We have been, we're finishing up now the series, Being Forward Thinking, mm-hmm. Yes. and uh, last week we covered forgiveness, and this week... We are tying the whole thing up with Merciful. Mm -hmm. And uh, like we've said before, all of these in this series just go one right along with the the other. Um, And so it's just perfect for us to end with Merciful. And Monica Mm -hmm. is going to be leading us today in being merciful. Monica, give us a a little heads up about uh, being merciful and what that's about. Well, like forgiveness, you can imagine and you probably know mercy is in the Bible like three bazillion times. (laughs) Right. Um, but like 90% of what mercy is referred to in the Bible is in direct relation to God's mercy to us, um, or people asking for God to show mercy or like the goodness of God for showing mercy. And it's always in relation to God's mercy, which we need like compassion. We need to have received God's mercy in order to give God's mercy. Yes. But there are a couple verses that are directed to us as the believers about being merciful. So we're going to talk about those today. Okay. Um, the first one is Luke six thirty six, Be merciful, just as your father is merciful. Um, and the Greek word for that is oikdomon, okay, whatever it is. It starts with an O. Oikdomon. Sarah does such a good How job with that. that. Oikdomon. But it is literally sure translated as merciful. merciful. I think there's no, like, that's just it. It's merciful. Um, <laughs> the, de- the dictionary describes merciful as treating people with kindness and forgiveness, not cruel or harsh. Having or showing mercy, giving relief from suffering. Um, and I just have to add here, like, it, I am in awe how God continues to tie everything together. Yes. yes. Um, for our listeners, we were talking earlier just off um, the podcast about how we are in awe about how God continues to just show up in all of these words. And when we felt like God had laid these words on our heart, we had no idea no that he would string them together exactly. yeah. the way that he has. And that so much of it would have to do with it being a choice of your mind and yes. transformation. But merciful forgiveness, kindness, and compassion have all almost meant each other. So yes. like last all week we talked about forgiving, being benevolence and kindness and, um, and so forth. And now you're talking about merciful being kind, forgiving, not cruel or harsh, having or showing mercy, giving relief from suffering, yes. mm-hmm. which is exactly so all of the things that we've been talking about. Yes. So they're just, even though they all mean something different, they are like brothers and sisters. Absolutely. They're all, like they're all the same. Sides of mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. yeah. It's all the same family. Yeah. Different members of the same it. family, yeah. which like we kind of knew that they tied together, which is but why they're all part of much. be forward thinking. But we didn't know that like, you know, the dictionary describes merciful as kindness and forgiveness. Like we hadn't, didn't no do idea. that kind of research when no. we were putting this all together in the no. beginning. So it's been really awesome to see so this happen. Um, the amplified version uh, or translation of Luke six thirty six is be merciful and describes merciful as sympathetic, tender, responsive, and compassionate. So again, compassion, there's our other word. Mm-hmm. So all of our last three weeks are all tied up into mercy. Um, Matthew five, seven, um, says, blessed are the merciful. They will be shown mercy. And this is one of the beatitudes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Greek word is a, I-A-O, and it means to have mercy on, to help one afflicted or seeking aid, help the afflicted, bring help to the wretched, wretched, experience mercy. Um, and the Greek lexicon, I added something to it that I thought was really neat. It says to have mercy several times to spare. 
Mm. Um, which is kind of reminded me of forgiving, you know, 70 times times seven, seven. like have mercy several times to spare, to feel sympathy with the misery of another, which is like the compassion, Mm -hmm. um, especially such sympathy as manifests itself in action less frequently in word denotes the inward feeling of compassion, which abides in the heart. Mm -hmm. So again, ties so closely into compassion. And then James three 17 But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Hmm. And um, I particularly love this one because I did some more digging. And when it says um, that the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure and full of mercy, full means in reference to persons whose minds, as it were, filled with thoughts and emotions, either good or bad. Mm, wow. Again. Back to the mind. Back to the mind. Just full of mercy. And then the mercy word is um, aleos, which is in relation to the other one. Um, but it's kindness or goodwill toward the miserable and the afflicted joined with a desire to help. Mm, um, mm. So... It's just, it's cool because we've talked before about wisdom and how wisdom makes us beautiful and how wisdom softens the lines and the etches in the face. And we talked about with kindness, how, um, you know, the woman speaks with kindness and a law of kindness is on her tongue, um, or she speaks with wisdom and the law of kindness is on her tongue. And so wisdom again is mentioned here and that it comes from heaven. Um, but it also says that our mind and emotions can be full of kindness or goodwill because that's what this verse is saying. It says that our minds can be filled with a desire to help. And it says that our minds can be filled with the mercy that God has shown us. So Mm. that's, we can be full of mercy. And I know we've talked before, like how mercy is um, a spiritual gift, like encouragement or teaching or pastoring or shepherding or hospitality. Mercy can be a spiritual gift, but even if it's not your spiritual gift, it does not mean that there is not mercy in you. That's right. And it does not mean that you cannot be full of mercy. That's right. So regardless of whether or not it's a strength, it is still there and is a command that we be merciful. It's part of the image of Christ. Absolutely. No matter what, no matter what. Yeah. Um, it was, it's neat kind of talking back to Matthew five, seven, because it is one of the beatitudes. And, um, the cool thing about the beatitudes that I saw is, you know, the first few blessed are the meek, blessed are the poor. Like those are, um, like inward attributes or characteristics, but be merciful is the first beatitude that kind of is, is more of an act. Like we Mm -hmm. can be full of mercy, but it's the action of showing mercy. Mm -hmm. Like blessed are those who mourn is something that you do with yourself to God. And blessed are those, you know, that are meek is more of a gentle and quiet spirit, but blessed are the merciful is, is an action of showing mercy to other people. So I thought that that was, that was really cool. That is really interesting. Um, One of the commentaries that I read about the Beatitudes in general had said that a Christian never minds being humbled because Christianity places the primary emphasis on being and that an attitude is more important than actions because what we are is more important than what we do. Hmm. I love that. So it is, you know, we are something before we do anything. Right. So I think that is just a great reflection of mercy. Because just because you do it doesn't mean you are it. Exactly. I think that's just so important to get. Like we keep saying that over and over again with all of these words. You can do a lot of things, but it doesn't mean you're that kind of person on the inside. Mm -hmm. But if you are that kind of person on the inside, it will naturally come out of you. Yes. And bless everyone around you. Yes. Yeah. So what does it mean to you both to be merciful? Like, because it is an outward reflection, I think that it would be easy for people to get caught up in the doing of mercy and less in the being of mercy. Can Mm -hmm. you give some, like, tangible 
examples of maybe what it means to be merciful? Well, um, you know, there's a lot of things like, okay, so for instance, in the Bible, um, you know, it's, it's impossible for us to be able to show mercy to the afflicted or the widowed or the orphaned or the fatherless unless we fully embrace the mercy that God has shown to us. Yeah. And, and the mercy that he's shown to us is, you know, we've talked about how mercy is not getting what we deserve mm-hmm. and grace is getting what we do not deserve. Yes, right. And so that knowing that distinction, God has shown mercy to us by withholding death as a penalty for our sin. Right. Yeah. If we're believers in Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so for us to be able to really kind of embrace the mercy that God has shown us is pouring that back out into the world. Like, I mean, even little tangible things like, um, withholding what should probably happen as punishment to our children Mm -hmm. in certain times or not retaliating, um, hurt for hurt. Right. Or, you know, giving forgiveness. I think forgiving people can be an act of mercy. Yeah, Right. That's really good. You yeah. know, even, um, you know, I'm adopted most likely the product of a, of a teenage pregnancy. Um, and I think, you know, we have all seen, um, someone in our life, a young kid who has gotten pregnant out of wedlock or something to that extent. And you see people who shut the door on them mm. and can't believe that they would do that and, and not love them beyond that. Mm-hmm. And then there are those who are like, listen, you made a mistake, but we're going to love you through it. We're not going to turn our backs on you. Right. You know, you're still either a child of God if you're a Christian or not. Um, that to me is so merciful because it's, it's giving them a second chance. It's giving them hope. It's, it's extending a hand to them, even though they may have chosen something that wasn't um, the best choice, mm. but we all make choices that are not the best choice. Some just have bigger consequences than other others. And who are we to be the ones to stand and say, well, you got what you deserved, right? Yeah. You know, so sorry for you. Go walk your walk, you right. know, walk the plank. Um, it doesn't mean that you stand by and continue to condone people living in, in choosing to live in sin, but you can still love people who are doing yeah, that. And right. I think that's the point of Christ is that he doesn't turn his back on anyone. He hates the sin, but he doesn't allow that hate for sin to make him to hate that person. Right. And there, I think people get that confused. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking too, like, there's something in me that when, um, cause I think that I mess up so much that when someone else messes up to me and I realize like, I really didn't do anything to deserve that. Mm -hmm. And I have every right to, you know, retaliate. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some sort of sick pleasure I get out of, I actually didn't mess up and you did. And I want to, you know, do something, you know, to you or I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that showing mercy in situations like that is a lot harder. It absolutely than is. Like, it's personal. Yeah. Because like if I see a teenager who's pregnant, that doesn't, I mean, that didn't hurt me. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, it's easier for me to be there for that teenager. Right. But when someone does something to me, mm-hmm. then it's a lot harder to be merciful, mm-hmm. which makes me even more in awe of God and what Jesus did for us. Because the things that we have done are against God. Right. You know? So when he shows mercy on us, it's just even more so, you know, amplified to me because, you know, we actually have done something to him. And that's a lot harder to show mercy. I mm-hmm. talked about um, early on a Bible study that I did, Lord, is it warfare? Teach me to stand by Kay Arthur. 
And um, one of one of the things I took away from that study was that, um, you know, she talks about when people don't live up to your expectations or when people wrong you, that we're all in spiritual warfare. Everybody is in spiritual warfare. And you can look at that person and be like, I cannot believe you did that to me. That's hurtful. You don't love me. Now, if they're doing something over and over again, that's one thing, right? You don't be a doormat. But everybody is in their own battle and being influenced by the powers of Satan. Um, And sometimes you just have to step back and go, you know, what is their journey? What is their story right mm-hmm. now? What moved that person to do that? Do they even really know how hurtful that was? Do they really even know how costly mm-hmm. that was? Um, and I think when you can step out of the inner circle yes. of, of it happening and say to yourself, what's the story? I do that with the kids a lot with at school or in other places where maybe there's kids or even teachers and maybe the teachers aren't being very nice or the kids, you know, are misbehaving making bad choices. You know, we talk about how you automatically just think that everybody's story is your story. Mm, right. Everybody's going through the same thing that you're going through or not um, going through or not going. How could anybody be going through even Something more worse, or different but, yeah. than what you're going through? And so I try to get the kids to understand everybody has a different story yeah. and you don't know their story. You don't know what hurt is going on at home. You know, you assume that the, every kid has a mother and a father who love them, nurture them, spend time with them. But there are a lot of kids who don't have that and they right. go to school and they act out because because they're looking for that attention that they're not getting anywhere else or teachers who might be going through something in their life personally and have to come and deal with hundreds of kids during the day and they don't have the the temperance to deal with it. And so I think sometimes when you can take a step back and just say, what's their story? And maybe I don't know what their story is, but there's got to be something in their story that's causing them to be the way that they are right now. Again, doesn't mean that you stay there and become that doormat, but it it goes back to where you begin to have compassion for Mm -hmm. them. Because if you can start to think about what, what is going on in their life and sitting in their shoes, trying to feel what they're feeling to make them behave the way they're behaving, sometimes you cannot take it personally. Sometimes it gives you perspective and it allows Mm -hmm. you to say, you know what, I just need to... You pray for that person, or I need to be the person who um, is always nice to them, or I need to be the one who treats them differently than everybody else is. Because sometimes people just need to be believed in. Right. Um, so I just think that the whole mercy thing is really important not to immediately act out of the what about me thing again, right. you know, or, you know, we're all held to the same level of accountability, yes, but we're not the, the judge. Mm-hmm. So it may just be us saying, hey, you know, let's figure out what's going on here and extending compassion. Yeah. You know, um, I thought of kind of an example because I was trying to think of like a time when I've been merciful or experienced mercy or something like that. And mercy is, is kind of a hard one. It is. I don't know. Um, but I thought of one and I was um, and just I don't know. I, the reason why I thought of this one is because I immediately saw the benefits mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, I had been working. Um, for a costume shop and which is crazy now knowing me, why in the world did I do that? Um, I was awful at sewing, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I was like the bottom rung of the ladder, like, you know, um, for breezing everyone's clothes and, <laughs> and picking up the dirty socks off the floor in the costume room. I mean, it was not the best job, but I had gotten pretty close with my employer, my boss at, of the costume shop. And so, um, there was one day I came into the, um, the costume shop and it was like the whole room felt like tense like the air was thick and everybody was like not looking at me like there was something wrong you know 
And so I went up to my boss and I was like, what's wrong? And she went into a rant, yelling and screaming at me about how I had left a, um, t- like a crate of socks on a, a floor as opposed to on a table. And, um, which had never been told to me before I needed to do this. Like it was uh, completely out of the blue, but it was this big, long, like in front of everyone kind of yelling at me. And for some reason, the Lord, and instead of like retaliating and be like, you're absolutely crazy. Like this job pays me $2 an hour and Mm -hmm. I'm leaving. Um, I just felt like God was showing me like, you know, you need to like this, there's something else going on, you know? And I just put my hand on her hand and I said, okay. I'll fix it. Are you okay? And she burst into tears. Wow. Burst into tears talking about, you know, some stuff going on at home. And um, it was obviously none of the stuff she was talking about was really the issue. Mm -hmm. She had tons of other stuff going on. But I didn't react the way I wanted to react and instead reacted like, I guess, kind of, is that Mm -hmm. mercy? I don't know. Kind of mercifully. and, and, And I immediately saw, like, reaped the benefits of it. Right. And I don't know that that always happens, but it did in this right. situation. And it yeah. taught me something about like checking my reactions mm-hmm. to stuff like that. Right. Cause yeah. what's the story? Cause what's the story? Exactly. Right. Like she had her own story that I had knew nothing about. Right. And because I reacted differently than I, you know, my flesh wanted to. Right. Um, I was able to, you know, develop that relationship even further. Yeah. Which was really cool. I had a, um, really life-changing experience at a job that I had um, in a boss of mine. And she was not a um, believer, but she extended so much mercy to me. And that has always kind of stood out mm. as like my measuring stick of mercy. That's so interesting. I had a um, big client presentation and I had to get all the creative teams ready and like tell them what the client was looking for. And the client came over and we had like 20 people in the conference room presenting all these ideas. And the client was like, none of this is what I asked for. None of it. Wow. And what I asked for is not here. And all eyes turned on me. Like oh it, I had gosh. miscommunicated something or forgot something and, and it was a human or I didn't fight enough with the creative teams to do what they really wanted. I right. was just very, it was a really bad situation. And, um, I felt awful. The client was totally ticked off. The bosses, all three like presidents were really ticked off. And so I went into my office and like literally started packing (laughs) (gasps) because I really felt like, like this was going to be it. I was going to get fired. And so my boss, one of the bosses calls me into her office and she shuts the door and she's like, what happened? And so I just was really honest. I was like, I messed this up and I should have done this and I didn't. And I should have fought for this and I didn't. And I'm just so sorry. I mean, I was mortified. I was so sorry. And she said, we totally, we so believe in you and we want you here and we're giving you a $5,000 raise. <gasps> no what? way. Wow. Totally. Totally. Like it was, not only did I not get fired, like that was wow. mercy. I did not get fired, but they threw grace on top of it and gave oh me what I did gosh. not deserve. Which, so the whole story with, that has stuck with me is like people are going to make mistakes. People right. are going to mess up. Wow. But if you believe in the person and love the person, you can extend mercy and grace endlessly. Oh my yep. Knowing that that one mistake or that one really big deal isn't going to make or break everything. That's right. That is a beautiful. That beautiful is gorgeous. Story. I mean, I, I just think like how much more mercy should we be showing as Christians right. and Christ believers because of the mercy that we have oh, been shown? God. And we have and the ultimate mercy. And and that's the thing. Everybody has <clears throat> something in them to be good and to be believed in. 
And yeah. if all you do is remember everything that someone does wrong, mm-hmm. then you will tear them down and chew them up and spit them out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's right. just going to happen. Sure. It was parenting. Yes. Spouses. Yes. It goes back to everything that we've been talking about. Um, Ryland has got a baseball coach who just seeps mercy. Mm-hmm. And this guy has so much baseball knowledge and he has been around Atlanta for years and he played and he's so wise. And if you know anything about sports and kids, I mean, these days, these, these coaches are down these kids throats. You better not miss a practice. Right. You better not do this. You better, if you make a mistake, you're getting pulled, you're getting benched. This guy is like the opposite of all of that. And he is like, I would never want Rylan to play baseball for anybody else mm. because he doesn't punish Rye. He builds him up. And it's just not Rye. It's the entire team. That's awesome. He expects things out of you. He expects a good attitude. He expects good right. effort. He expects the things that matter, but he believes so much in the kids that he's like, mistakes are going to happen. And you've got to be there for them when they make mistakes and help them to get better through those mistakes. If you turn around and walk away from a kid every time he makes a baseball mistake, you're never going to have a team of baseball players. Right. And so I think of him like just it, he's a beautiful example to boys who have a desire to play baseball, not just about how to be a baseball player, but how to how to be in life. Right. And he is all about the big life picture. And I love that. I think it's yeah. great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, too, mercy is one of those other and another thing that we've talked about that is contagious. It is contagious. Contagious. You know, like I think about yes. Monica, like because you were shown such incredible mercy, like you're yes. able to be like, you know, <clears throat> absolutely. So yeah. To other people. Yeah. Other situations that have happened like work related. I'm like, hey, listen, <laughs> been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. You know what? I actually experienced this on like this last Sunday. Um, I mean, I wasn't actually a part of anything that was going on, but I just kind of witnessed it. Um, there was a musician who just didn't show up to play on Sunday morning. Mm. And Steve, our um, worship leader, is extremely organized and prepared and um, structured. And so when I found out that a musician just didn't show up, I was like, oh, my gosh, like Steve is going to freak out. And you guys, he was like eerily calm, (laughs) like so (laughs) calm. I was like he's on drugs or something like what is wrong with Steve? And I asked him later, I said, so what happened? And he said, um, he just overslept. And then he, and I kind of just looked at him and he immediately said, we've all been there. Yep. And that is mercy. That it is mercy yeah. being like, you know, I've, you know, messed right. up. I've done that before. And well, he and was, here's the thing when we've so cool. received that mercy, like, of course, everybody makes mistakes. We are human. We are going to be aired against. We are going to be have grievances that have happened to us. But we have to being able to extend mercy is our way of being Jesus, because whatever whatever people have done to us that we have to show mercy for is nothing compared to what we've done to God. Yes. That's right. It's nothing compared to the sin that we have yes. put, that put him on the That's cross. That's exactly right. And so. All of these little things are just no big deals. They're you cannot really not. expect perfection because you're not perfect. That's right. right. So people that are expecting perfection, like reality check, it's just not going to happen. I have a question for <clears throat> both of you. What would you say to people? Because there are people that have kind of lived their life and grown up without mercy for mothers. Mm-hmm. They've maybe had authority figures in their life, parents, whoever, who have been the opposite of mercy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, what would you say to those people who are like, I don't have anything to pull from here. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there are a lot of people in life who look at their skeletons in the closet and think that that is their identity. Mm. Um, listen, we all have skeletons and some stories are a lot more sad than others. Mm. I get that. I don't take away from that at all, but there are a lot of resources. And we talked about this with Tracy, you know, Mm -hmm. even if it's, it's like the compassion, if you know, the compassion is shut off for a reason, um, and you're having a hard time tapping into it. Forgiveness. We talked about it with forgiveness. If you need to seek some help and counsel yes. to kind of get to the, the bottom root of what your issue is and be able to deal with it, um, then by all means do that. But I will go back to say this, that the Bible doesn't say if you've been given a good deck of cards, live merciful. Mm. live with compassion, live with kindness. And if you haven't, then I understand why you're not. That's not what the Bible says. It says everybody. Mind you, Jesus was betrayed by one of his disciples, was denied by his disciple three times after his disciple was even told he was going to do it, was put to death for all the wrong reasons. I mean, you want to talk about some wronged actions and some nasty story but it didn't keep him from being ultimately full of mercy, compassion, grace, and forgiveness. And we have to be that same way. So I just think it's the same thing of, you know, you let's go back to the grass is green. You can sit there and look and say, well, their grass is green because life's gone so great for them. No, their grass is green because they're watering it. Mm. And so you have a choice. You can either choose to figure out how to be merciful or you can choose to give in to the excuse of, yeah, it's just not for me. And I would have to say, if you can do that without any sadness or conviction, then you really need to examine how much God is truly a part of your life. Mm. I would say that too. Yeah. Not being harsh. Yeah. Right. You know, the whole idea here is a revival of souls. It's a revival inside out Mm -hmm. and really figuring out, is God just a God of convenience for you or is he a God that you truly live for? Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have to, I mean, Luke's, Luke 6 says it, be merciful, just as your father is merciful. And then when we are merciful, we are shown mercy. Mm. And so, I mean, if we're going to withhold mercy from other people, I'm a little bit frightened about. You're not going to get any. About what's going to happen That's to right. me mm. if I don't do that. That's a really good point. Yeah. Well, um, do we have any practical applications for Yes. So a practical application, a great one, I think would be to kind of just, we're big on lists, you know? Yeah. So make a mercy list because, um, something that happened to me one time I was driving down the highway and just kind of, it was nighttime and I have no idea what happened, but I was suddenly (laughs) flooded with memories of situations and circumstances that had happened in my life where craziness should have happened or terrible tragedies should have happened and didn't. Mm. And, um, I was just weeping, driving home, just thanking God for showing me mercy in those situations. Mm. Um, and so I think sometimes we need to just be reminded of how much mercy we have been shown. And so we need to make a mercy list. Yeah. And, um, so I think that's a great thing to do. And then the second is, is there, are there areas in life right now where you can show mercy? Mm. Is there something with your, in your family, um, in your job, in your church, what areas can you show mercy? Cause I guarantee we all have something. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, we yeah. all have something that we can do to show mercy in our life. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good idea. So we're all going to be making our mercy list. Make a mercy list. Mercy okay. list. And you put it down 
on paper, it just means something. Well, it's and real. also as you write it out, it's like brings all of the memories to it the does. forefront and That's like yeah. rewashes your mind of all of that. And um, I'm like moving my hands around my brain right now to <laughs> right. show how it like goes from the back to the front mm-hmm. and washes. Um, but we all need to be remembered. We can get so cynical or jaded and forgetful, yeah. I think, of um, how wretched we are yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and how much love and forgiveness and compassion and mercy that we have been shown. Yeah. And it's important to remember that. Yeah. It's that whole not keeping, not keeping score of what's being done against us. Love keeps Mm -hmm. no record of wrong. That's exactly Mm -hmm. right. And, and mercy is just an extension of love. Absolutely. All of these kind of, that's why it's forward thinking. It's about how to do what we're doing and put it to the forward, how to pay it forward, how Mm -hmm. to impact the kingdom of God. And so all of it really boils down to the idea of love. And, you know, we were talking to, there's been a lot of similarities in some of these words. Go back to some of the weeks that maybe you didn't finish some of the practical applications and add on or complete uh, one of those, you know, the gratitude box or whatever. Um, Think about ways that you can can go back and do some of those because they all wrap up together. They all lend one to another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, guys. Well, um, I will pray us out. Okay. Um, thank you for doing a beautiful job, Monica. Yes, thanks, Monica. Uh, merci, <laughs> which is French for mercy, but is now used as thank you. It's just, well, there we go. That's all we need to tie up this some French. Just to merci tie up beaucoup. Forward thinking. <laughs> Father, thank you. Uh, oh, Lord, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for not giving us um, what we do deserve, which is um, death. God, we praise you for... Um, the forgiveness and mercy that you have offered us and the grace that you um, lop on top of that. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.